right, everybody. Welcome back to Indie BNB. Tasha Grant here, joined by McKaylee from Atlanta. How are we doing today? We're doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. This is our first one in a while, so we're happy to hop back on the saddle and, uh, you know, get in here with you. So let's uh, let's just jump right in there. You know, how did how'd you get started going down the, the music path? Gosh. Um... I know everybody probably says this, but like kind of as long as I remember, <laughs> I've been doing uh, something with music. Um, my dad actually, you know, uh, kind of got me started and in, into like actually playing and singing and things like that. He's he's kind of got a, a pretty good voice of his own. Um, and he, he plays some guitar and some piano. Um, so we kind of grew up just like instruments around, you know, listening to, to stuff in the car, belting it none of us, none of us hold back in my family. Um, so yeah, just kind of as, as long as I can remember, I grew up singing in church, um, singing in like choirs, like doing stuff with school, you know, national anthems in high school, <laughs> the whole nine. Yeah. So you said y'all yeah. were singing in the car. What kind of, uh, kind of music y'all jamming in the car as a kid? Gosh. Um, one that like immediately comes to mind, or I guess two that are like our, our top favorites would be Mother's Finest. And then another would be Heart. Those were kind of like our two kind of go-to okay. bands, just like, you know, grooving, jamming, belting it at the top of our lungs. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so I guess there's, I guess there's two of your influences. Um, who are some other of your, your big influences as, uh, musician and songwriter well you know as a I don't know about songwriting but honestly just like falling in love with music and falling in love with like ballads and falling in love with just like pop music I mean as a kid I was like so into into pop and like I mean I knew I know we grew up kind of in the or at least I did in the era of like Christina Aguilera like Britney Spears you know all of these these kind of powerhouse like pop vocalists that was like my jam like for a while when I was like yeah like seven eight years old like that's what I wanted to do like I was like I want to be that you know um so I don't know as far as like right I know a lot of them aren't even writing their own stuff or didn't write their own stuff but <laughs> but as far as writing I'm not sure but those were like I mean Mariah Carey like just these like like all around just like vocalists you know like these were especially like my female influences for sure yeah i mean they were huge i mean there's a reason yeah. they were huge because they were very talented so um, yeah you know do you see them showing up at all in your music like you know whether subliminally or intentionally i mean there's times yeah like when i when i listen back like i don't really i guess i haven't listened to any of that stuff in quite a while i guess but but when i look at the song structure i mean i do see structure structurally I guess some of that in my writing um because it, it is kind of just like the formula of a pop song you know like exactly like the way that you would lay out their songs is is similar to the way that I kind of can scope out my own so I guess in in ways yeah I think I can see some of that in there well yeah walk us kind of through that I guess that's or I guess that'd be sort of your, your writing process. What was kind of, uh, well, let's just go into like, you know, you're talking about the, 
the scope of a pop song you know how do how do you see that play out like for a pretty uh how am i trying to say this you know how how does that go into your writing where you say like, okay uh, i'm gonna write you know a verse and then go into maybe a big chorus yeah come back in and maybe hit a bridge or another chorus whatever it might be yeah i mean i guess and i think a lot of people would say this i guess each song is different for me like anything i write like i, I would like to think that i can do it all you know the same way because then it would make me feel like i could actually finish a lot of my songs <laughs> a lot of them are unfinished um but i mean most of the time I do end up starting with just a verse like a lot of people will start with the hook you know like they'll start they'll start with the hook they get something and then they build around that and that's their chorus or whatever um I don't know for whatever reason like choruses are are much harder for me like finding that hook is much harder for me um but I can write verses all day so <laughs> so sometimes you know that's part of the struggle but yeah I mean like formulaically it's it's the the verse sometimes a pre-chorus the chorus verse two yeah chorus bridge and then repeat chorus at the end until you feel like you're ready to die um <laughs> I don't know I mean it's it and then then again like sometimes I'm I'm like I don't care like one of the most recent songs that I've written doesn't even have a chorus it's just like five or six verses and I'm like I don't I don't want to I don't want to fit into whatever kind of like mold that I'm I'm supposed to fit into <laughs> you don't want to box yourself in yeah it's like whatever you know if I like it I guess that's kind of that's the point what uh where do you usually start like within the writing process do you usually like are you playing on guitar or piano and find something or are you more like find a melody that you like and try to put it onto the music that way um again I would say it kind of like depends on the song like there's there's plenty that I've done either way like mm -hmm. you know both of those things but I do like I guess writing wise you know I used to like I would feel like I was paralyzed constantly because I would listen to all this stuff that I'd be like wow that's so good you know I'd love to write something like that and when you're listening it feels like it would be oh like that's that's not like terribly complex or like like incredibly deep to where like I, I didn't even realize the meaning or whatever and so you then you sit down and you're like okay where do I start you know so I used to I used to get a little paralyzed with that um and one way around that I started kind of just writing like like not necessarily lyrics but just like words thoughts like anything that I could think of and I had a professor one time I did like a study abroad program in Italy and we did jazz music and all kinds of stuff. We talked a lot about writing, songwriting and everything. And he he called those ideas and thoughts that he would call them your germs. So he would say, write down your germs, like just keep like a note in your phone. And like anytime something, you know, hits you or, or you think of something in the middle of the car ride or like in the middle of the night, like there's plenty of times where I wake up and I'm like, let me grab my phone. I got to write that germ down. Um, and then those things kind of expanded into you know, like poetry or just like longer pieces of, I don't know, just like things that I'm writing, even if they don't rhyme or whatever. And I've taken a lot of that and put that into lyrics for my songs. Um, so, I mean, as far as where I start, like sometimes I'll open that book 
Um, sometimes I pick up the guitar. Sometimes I sit at the piano um, and just kind of mess around until I until I feel like I've got something to to build off of. But it it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should definitely write like a Beck loser song with just random words called germs. You know, just. <laughs> Just read whatever you got right there. In None of it makes any sense. It's yeah. like the thing on like, you see it on like social media. They say like, do the little predictive text and just hit the middle button over yeah. and over until it just like <laughs> make it a song. It's you know, awesome. and you, you mentioned kind of like where we, before you got into talking about um, being in Italy and stuff that sometimes you feel like maybe you don't know like what the song means. Do you ever kind of get... Um, like bogged down on like oh like would like I've know some I've talked to some people before that'd be like oh like you know XYZ artists like they would they, I don't it, they would never make a song that sounds like this or like you know would they this wouldn't fit in this kind of mold for whatever kind of song you're trying to make does that ever happen with you and you you have to kind of snap out of it oh yeah I mean there's plenty of times where I'll just put it down because I'm like I hate this or like I'll I'll sit down to write something in in one kind of like umbrella of like a genre or something and it starts going like this other route and I'm like gosh this is so country and I wanted it to be like more indie pop or you know or yeah. whatever um and then there's times too where like I'll just try to finish because that's just a a challenge in and of itself and funny enough like I'll play them for my parents or whoever. Like some of the ones that I hate the most are people's favorites. So it's like, you know, sometimes you just owe it to yourself to try to try to get through it. Um, but yeah, no, all the time. I'm like, there's plenty of times where I'm like, no, this is not the direction I was trying to go in at all. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Kings of Leon fan. And I know that they hate that like Sex on Fire is their biggest song, but they're like, it just, you know, it happens. It happens. Um <laughs> So how would you describe your sound like if an alien came down to earth? How would you describe your sound? There's a lot of alien references on this show. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, big believers. Yeah, <laughs> big, big, believers. Alien, big alien people over here. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I think like, like, are you meaning in terms of like tone or are you meaning in terms of kind of like genre? I'm just, I'm an alien. How, you know, You're an alien. Okay. What do, gotcha. you, what do you sound like? I mean, I would say, honestly, like I, I'm, and like maybe 10 years ago, if, if you had told me this, I would have been like, nah, but I think now, like, I'm just, I'm a pop singer. Like I just am. Um, but, uh, you know, I can, I can kind of, I can cross over, I guess, a few different genres. Like I was raised listening to country music. So I think part of me tends to have like a little bit of that storytelly vibe in some of my songs um I have been told plenty of times that I have some of that country twang in my voice you know I think the structure of some country songs like I, I tend to see that in my songwriting sometimes and then I don't know I mean like as far as kind of tone goes like I'm pretty basic <laughs> that sounds that sounds weird but I'm pretty basic I I you know I just kind of do what I can which to me is kind of fun because I can do a lot I guess like I can kind of sing over different all different kinds of genre um genres and stuff so when I was in Italy doing the jazz thing that was kind of the one of the first times I've ever 
done anything with jazz. I've done stuff with country. I've done, you know, more choir, like trained sounding, mm-hmm. I guess, vocals before. Um, so I can, it can be kind of diverse, which can be kind of fun. Hell yeah. I mean, you you went from pop to country and, you know, with the blonde sort of wavy hair, I was getting some like, uh, you know, OAT Swift vibes. So, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's, maybe that's your lane right there. So, um, well, let's, uh, let's get into the song spotlight and, uh, we're mixing it up. This is something we've never done before. Okay. Um, what's the song of yours that you would like to spotlight for people listening? just to kind of talk about and, you know, maybe give a little insight to maybe background of what the song's about. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say my most recent one. So it's a song called Forgotten About. Um, I recorded it, gosh, in 20, it was either 2020 or 2021. All of those pandemic-y times, like just run together. I'd have to look back. That, that big two year. Yeah, it's like, I don't know the difference between any of the years at this point. Um, it was kind of like more of a ballad sort of vibe. And like, I mean, I've, I've shed some light on this already, but like normally my writing process can, I mean, it ranges, first of all, it can be just all over the place, but usually it's like hard for me to complete a song, like whether it means that I'm sitting there all day or if I'm like coming back to it like months and months over or even like over the course of a couple of years or whatever, I've, I've done that too. Um, this song, I think I sat down unintentionally kind of just messing around and had the completed song in like 30 minutes. It was just, it was just done. It kind of like, and people might say this sometimes, but it quite literally just like poured out of me. Um, you know, I think, I think to a certain degree, like it was something that was like writing itself. Mm -hmm. Um, and this song lyrically speaking, it's, it's just kind of about feeling, um, you know, feeling in, in ways like invisible or feeling like you're putting up a front and, you know, in social settings and you're kind of acting as if you're fine, but, but you're not or whatever. Um, I guess overall it's like, it's about like kind of the battle of like depression and like social anxiety and how you can, you can get in this kind of cycle where you're, you know, you feel alone. So you want to be around people, but then when you're around people, you feel worse. So you want to be alone. And then, you know, it's like just this over and over, like, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of the gist of it, but it was, it was a really fun one to record because we got to do a little bit. Of, we recorded it here in, um, in Atlanta at Maze Studios. Um, and my producer, his name's Andrew Blooms. He was getting all fun with it, having all kinds of, we had a drummer come in. We had, um, you know, pretty much any instrument you can think of. We just were messing around with it in the studio. And um, our engineer, her name's Annie. She played strings on it. She did some vocals at the end. It was kind of a Billie Eilish little vocally, you know, harmony type of vibe. It was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it was it was a fun one. Hell yeah. Well, everyone go out and listen to it. And I think that, <laughs> uh, you know, leads us straight into Mr. Quiet over here, uh, Pete Peterson's 40 pack <laughs> question. Well, I figure I get the last little bit of this, so I'm gonna I give you I give you your time, and now it's my time. Yeah, so, Jay, my time. Bob here, you know. Yeah, yeah, Silent Bob here. Um, 
before we get into Pete Peterson's party pack questions, I want to, you know, highlight, talk about live, your live set or live music or, you know, where around Atlanta we can find you uh, doing some live stuff. I know you play with our good friend Joe, staff the band every now and then, you know, so talk to me about your your live set, live schedule. And if we've never seen you before live, what, are we, what can we expect? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, like the day that COVID shut the world down it seems like I was playing in a little coffee house you know set um and literally the next day like school was closed and everything like that so it was the very last last day of freedom I was playing something and I recently like last week I think it was maybe the week before I did my like first live thing I did a writer's round um indicator and so it was weird I was like oh my gosh it's been so long I had kind of forgotten you know, what this feels like. So to be truthful, I don't really have anything like upcoming. I mean, I have like a couple weddings and stuff, but none of that counts. Um, I don't have really that much stuff planned out, but like probably some more writer's rounds first. And then, yeah, we might get with, with Joe and, and staff the band, we might get some stuff going. Um, mo most of the time I do like kind of my own stripped down acoustic sets that's that's most of the time what you might see me doing I love doing a good house show I love doing a, a little coffee shop you know writers round stuff like that it's just like much more intimate much more like engaging I feel like that's kind of where my heart is at <laughs> gotcha well within the set list like you you know a lot of you have some originals out on Spotify you know, do you do covers a lot of your YouTube is covers so you know, when you when when I come to the coffee house, can I expect to hear some things that I've never heard before and things I've heard before? Or what's the what's the mix there? Yeah, I mean, I'd say like probably eighty percent is going to be my stuff. Um, okay. You know, some of them are some of them are out, some of them are not. Um, and yeah, I'll throw some covers in. Like I did a little house show one time that was around Christmas time. We did a little Elvis Presley Blue Christmas, which was fun. Um, but yeah, we'll do, we'll do some covers every now and then just kind of, I, I kind of decide like, depending on, you know, where I am, what, what the vibe might be. If it's like a T-Swift type of cover vibe, like that's, that's one of the ones I might pull out. Um, <laughs> just depends. I like yeah, it for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to go ahead and get to it here. Pete Peterson's. <laughs> party pack of questions it's 20 questions in a row this or that um uh, and it starts right now cake or pie cake salad or soup salad coffee or tea coffee acoustic or electric acoustic waffles or pancakes waffles <laughs> chips or pretzels chips is love at first sight real no is magic real? No. <laughs> toaster strudels or Pop-Tarts? Oh my gosh, a toasty strudel? I haven't had those in years. Probably toaster strudel. Okay. Sunrises or sunsets? Sunsets. I literally was talking to my mom about this today. Weird. Bagels or donuts? Donuts, 100%. She goes nuts for donuts. <laughs> night in or night out? <sighs> They're both so great. Honestly, probably night in. Okay. All right. If you show up to 
party and I've been to a few with you. Um, and I haven't <laughs> seen you do either of these things, but are you going to do the robot or the worm? Robot. <laughs> I don't think I can do the worm. <laughs> okay. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Would you rather be a ninja or a pirate? Pirate. Scurvy. All right. Aliens. Are they real? Yeah, according to you guys. Yeah. I just learned this. <laughs> Bigfoot. Is he or she real? Yep. 100%. All right. Dogs or cats? Dogs. All right. And finally, the final question of Pete Peterson's party pack of questions. Who are some artists we might not know that we need to check out? Ooh, yeah. Two. Two artists. Okay. Well, what if you know one of them? Do I have to give you a third? We'll just act like we don't. Oh, okay. Well, I think we don't. <laughs> I, think, I think my go-tos right now, like I keep playing them all the time. Lizzie McAlpine. Do you guys actually Lizzie. know her or no? I do not know her. Okay. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know because she's like, she's got a pretty big following these days. Um, another would be Laura Elliott. They kind of run in this same little circle. And Grant, I think, I think you'd, if you haven't checked them out, you'd like them because they kind of run in that same Annie DeRusso, you know, Gatlin. Yeah. Some of those, some of those, you know. Annie DeRusso loved her when I saw her open up loved the Sammy Eye. Yeah. So, um, well, great. Well, I will, uh, I will check those out and we'll, we'll have to try to get them on the pod uh, if possible. But that is the it for Pete Peterson's party pack of questions. Close the book on it. Tash, I'll flip it back to you for the end of this. You know, that's the end of the podcast, you know. Um, McKaylee, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, if you play any, you know, live sets, let us know. Grant and I'll try to make it, and at the very least, we'll uh, we'll put it out there into the atmosphere. Try to get some aliens to come down and see the show. So I would love yeah. nothing more than aliens at my show. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so much for coming on. And, Thanks uh, for having me on. Of course. Take care. Uh,